everybody, and welcome to BYOB. There's a there's a bit to go over the, today, isn't it, Ben? Because we, we we're going to talk about the holdovers. We're going to talk about what to expect from 2024. But there is going to be a very special game of IMD Ball to decide what kicks off 2024 next week in our usual sort of manner. I've got you a know, brilliant one to start with. If I win, if I Do win, it. have you have you got one lined up? If you win, I do and I don't. You know, it's it's always always way. the way with this. I'm always like, mm, uh, mm, uh, which one shall I choose? Have you have you updated your list? Because like, no, you remember you had like a BYOB list before. I do, yeah. Because I updated mine the other day with some ones that I'm like, okay, I've I would like to do those. So I've got a, a really solid like, I'm go- I've got a couple of um couple of too great to look at sort of don't look directly at the sun style films you know the, i think we they... need one of those right we need another godfather type one to exactly kick off 2024 right. don't we exactly right yeah I've all got right a few i know what it is then i know what it's gonna be fantastic excellent i love it i love it when um, i when i beat you again at imd mate, i'm really oh, worried yeah. i'm really worried oh, it yeah could mate, be i'm getting arrogant for... about it uh, like at some point they're gonna there's gonna be cries for you to get to keep the trophy because you won it so many times <laughs> <laughs> um can you tell me firstly have you done any new year's resolutions um, no, I don't. I'd like, no, no, I, I haven't, mate. I mean, okay, well, here's, here's a, a, a resolution of sorts. It's not a resolution, but something I thought I was going to do this year. I've bought myself, well, actually, I got it as a present. I didn't buy myself. One of these, I'm holding it up to the camera, a Pareto journal, like a planner thing. Which oh, nice. Allows me to have by the side of my desk, because usually I normally got little scraps of paper and stuff because. Yeah, I'm doing various different things. I'm doing podcasts. I'm doing a couple of day jobs. I'm doing bits of freelance client work. I'm sometimes like, oh shit, I haven't exported that file for somebody. And oh God, I'm supposed to be doing a pod about this at this time. I hate that feeling. Yeah. And it just is allowing me to like write down what I need to do for the week on the days I need to do it and just cross it off as I do. And day one of doing it today, first day back at work properly, it's good. Helps. Nice reduce the kind of knots in my head a little bit. Or, yeah, you, you know. know, that nagging feeling of, I know there's something I haven't done. Exactly that. Oh, exactly. That. Do, do you know what else horror. I'm doing in there, mate? There's a little, in the front of this, there's various different little kind of calendars and things like that for various different purposes. What I'm doing in one of these calendars is I'm writing down each new film I see on the day oh, I see brilliant. it. Brilliant. So, That's a really cool idea. I might try and do something similar because when we were doing the, the previous pod, we were talking about the best films of 2023. I realized that you and I together have seen a lot of films last year. We, we I, I think I had it, where was it? I had it on a. Makes it sound like we're going and sharing popcorn, mate, and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me trying to pull the popcorn trick on you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think it was down to something like that we'd seen sort of 60 odd films last year, maybe between us. Um, which is pretty good going when you consider it. We're like averaging getting through a, a, more than a film a week, and consider we saw between us we saw some of it, both saw some of them in the same week. When you think of the the Oppenheimer Barbenheimer weekend, we did pretty well, pretty good going. Right. And we well, managed to get out to a we managed to get out to a a pretty woman screening as well. We did. Do you know what mine's going to be? My New Year's resi is because technically at the end of this year we will get up to around episode 90. So I'm going to say by the end of this year that we know we have a live show planned coming up. 
aggressive, aggressive targeting. But that'll be my New Year's res. I'm writing it down now in my journal. Maybe somewhere on the South Bank. We can do, I think it'd be nice to, like we said, screen a movie. Everyone can watch it and then we can all talk about it afterwards. Yeah, like, and that will have to be a klaxon film as well, won't it? It will have to be one that, like, really gets people going. You know, it's like one of those that when you say it, it's like, oh, biggie, biggie. Um, So, what we're going to start with a good one, actually. We're going to start with a good film this year. This is just a minor review as opposed to uh, going back into the archives. But we both. managed to get out to see screenings of uh, The Holdovers, which is not coming out for a while, right, in the UK. Yeah, but it's doing the, it's doing the festival circuits, doing screenings and things like that at the moment. And yeah, it's uh, one, one I've been very much looking forward to and one that people are tipping. We, we were sort of talking in our 2023 review about Give Killian the Oscar. Some people are tipping Paul Giamatti to, to spring a surprise as a result of this film, you know. Okay, and how did you rate his performance in this? Oh, sensational. I thought he was absolutely brilliant in this. Um, should we, do you want to give a brief outline yeah. of the movie? Yeah, okay, I'll give, I'll give, I'll give a whiz down. Um, so the film itself is set at a school called Barton, is that right? I think so, yeah. And I'll it's essentially that. a prep school. It's a school where people board and it's a lot of very wealthy kids uh, an all-boys school, boarding uh, as they prep to try and get into the big American universities. Um, the film follows a, a group of characters that are called the holdovers and they're people that aren't going home for Christmas and that will be boarding at school over the course of the Christmas period. And Paul Giamatti basically plays, um, he essentially plays like the grumpy teacher that is going to be left with them in the school to look after them. And he's going to carry on with the strict rules that he set for his classes, as well as the strict rules that the school has that he's going to enforce over the course of Christmas. Of course, group of kids are very, very disappointed to be left behind, but also very disappointed that while everyone is out off enjoying their holidays, they're going to be sat there miserable and carrying on with their studies. Now, essentially, the the things that jump out to me with this film, what, what it's really kind of like tugging at, is the idea of you putting your dreams on hold because of things, events in your life that kind of lead you down the path that you never envisaged yourself going on. Um, the idea that it's never too late to follow your films, the idea of, uh, to follow your films, it's never too late to follow your dreams, um, but also the idea of family at Christmas and family not necessarily needing to be your uh, your blood relatives, family can be found in lots of other ways. There's some unbelievable performances in this. Mm. I mean, Paul Giamatti's going to be probably nominated for uh, his portrayal as Paul Hunnam. I think the uh, Divine Joy Randolph. I think she's going to win for best supporting actress. She plays essentially the the cook or the chef at the school that is asked to remain behind as well. Um, who's Um, lost a family member and you see her going through grief and her finding family in this very ragtag, disorganized, strange bunch of people that have come together to stay at the school. And I think more than anything, uh, the, the film just did a lot for me in terms of it kind of poking holes in your own ideas of what Christmas and, and family are all about. Um, it, there was a lovely, sequence where you you see 
Paul, the kind of the old school head teacher, starting to just understand that it's okay to let your guard down. It's okay mm. to kind of go and show other people affection. And even in his very stiff and rigid ways that he does it, um, I try not to spoil it too much, but there's a scene where he goes out and gets hold of the ugliest Christmas tree you've ever seen. <laughs> but it's his way of showing that he's making an effort for other people. And it just, it, it really, really, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I, I thought that the pacing of the film was brilliant. I thought that it was one of those films that took its time very, very deliberately. It took its time so that you had a chance to feel when the characters were starting to turn their lives around or starting to shift or starting to, sh to change. I mean, it, like, I mean, lots of people will see um, echoes of things like The Breakfast Club. It's got a, it's got a similar kind of vibe in terms of like a, a group of people that would never normally come together being thrown into a situation where they end up becoming a makeshift family. Um, but those little turning moments that happen for all of the characters individually the film really takes its time to set up the kind of the the state of play for everyone before it just throws into very very emotional and quite hard hitting stuff. How comfortable you are you with uh, Goodwill Hunting comparisons as well, mate? Yeah, I think that is. I think that's in there. I just think that um, the the heart of Robin Williams in Goodwill Hunting is is it, it, he's the base of the of the film right he's providing the rhythm of the film and the tempo of the film throughout i think in in this one it's a real it's a real even split between Dominic Sessa who plays Angus Paul Giamatti who plays Paul Hunnam and then Divine Joy Randolph who plays Mary Lamb they all take it in turns to lead do you know what i mean they all take it in turns mm. to kind of carry the film for a bit and i think they all do a really brilliant job as well how heartbreaking was that that bit where um they're at the christmas party spoiler alert by the way apologies they're at the christmas party and you start to see paul giamatti's character who is really a social outcast start to fall for someone yeah who ends up just essentially without realizing kind of she she was in no way leading him on. She just perhaps was just being very kind and and nice to him at Christmas. He's, he's he effectively a, a type of incel, isn't he? Really? Yeah, yeah. And he just misread all of the signals, um, and it's just heartbreaking. But as a result, you kind of are rooting for him. Do you know what I mean? You start to root for him a bit more. Um, whereas at the beginning of the film, you're feeling like this guy's a bit. But you, we've all had teachers like him. You know that what it could be. Five minutes to go at the end of the day before you're leaving for Christmas or leaving for summer, and they're still like, "Nope, there's work to be done." And you're like, "Have a day off, mate." Yeah. Um. What did you make of it, mate? Yeah, I loved it. A lot. A lot of what you're saying, you know, is is very true. It's it's very. It makes a very nice point about how people can be at different points in their lives, but still be on a similar journey. Um, yeah. You feel that between kind of you know all of the the sort of the the leading characters um i think i guess just to you know bring some not balance to it but just say on the other side of things i think that the film is set up a real kind of um what should have been a real kind of emotional climax and i i think it kind of made a couple of missteps towards the end of the film that perhaps 
didn't give it the payoff that I, I feel that it could have had. Um, and I was kind of almost expecting from it, but I don't think that really reduces the film's worth at all. I think the film is, you know, it's not a narrative driven thing, right? It's not, here's the start, here's the middle. And then the end is where we get our satisfaction from. You can dip in and out of this film at various different points and follow the different little set pieces around the characters. Um, and feel something for it. It's such a nicely balanced film. But you know, the other thing is, it's really funny. Like, it's a really yeah. funny movie. Yes. Um, yeah. Did you like the fact they were set, set in the 70s, by the I way? I loved it. I, I absolutely loved the 70s styling. And it was so, it was meticulous. It was so brilliantly done. Like, not only from the, the I guess, the grain applied to it, the, the, the way in which it's been treated, but the actual, like the camera movements, the sort of yeah. the, like almost shoddy zooms and things like that, you know, it was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, it was really nicely done. It reminded me, as I said to you, it kind of reminded me of, you know, cause I grew up in the nineties. So it reminded me of all the sort of seventies movies that you'd see on a Saturday afternoon on ITV or something like that, you know, um, the fashion as well is brilliant, isn't it? Just even just yeah. the, the, the kind of meticulous detail of what they're wearing and how there's yeah. like, there's a scene within it where, um, two boys are arguing over one of them stealing a photograph and you think, yeah, of course, like having pictures in the seventies would have been like, if someone nicked a photo, it would have been a huge deal, you know? But does, it doesn't it also make you realize the one thing I was thinking about with the seventies, the, the fashion then is it's like, God, this is like mostly all stuff that like we wear though. And you, it makes <laughs> you realize that like, God, but this is because when we were growing up in the nineties and, our sort of fashion was a bit more seventies, like duffel coats, big jumpers, corduroy jeans and stuff like that. Right. The, the kids now dressing up in nineties garb, you're like, Oh my God. Like it's the same. <laughs> it's the same sort of <laughs> all time comes difference. Full circle, Shit. Doesn't it? Yeah. It know, all, right? It's all cyclical, but it is, it does look like even down to, you know, you were saying about the kind of detail of the seventies stuff, even down to the way that they bring on the kind of like logos for the filmmakers at the beginning. Yeah, I thought that was quite a, a nice touch as well. It's very, very rare that you'll get people changing their branding. It's actually like yeah. it's, it's a big deal to do it. Um, so I thought that was that was really, really cool. Um, and yeah, I I will just go back to that point that you made about perhaps there being a misstep or two. There's a sequence in there which I think I think we both agree was just a little bit unnecessary. Um, and again, I won't go too heavy on the, the spoilers, but you you will know it when you reach that point in the film. I think that the inclusion of a couple of characters at the end that didn't need to be there as well meant that actually the film kind of almost, um, it almost over-explained itself where it didn't need yeah. to. You, you, exactly. you kind of, all the hard work was done. The acting was so good and there was so much, there was just wonderful connection between the three main characters. You kind of felt everything you needed to feel. It could have finished possibly 15 minutes earlier without spoon feeding you. This is what actually happened in the end. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, uh, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't really want to say much more about it. Do you know what I mean? Than to, to, than to put people off of it, but it's, it's, it's very a, it's, good. It's, very it's a wonderful good, film. There's a lot of heart in it. Some great performances. Yeah, I think it'll be making a lot of people's kind of. I think it'll be surprising people in a few fair few categories at the Oscars, like you're saying. So it's uh, yeah. I wonder, and I imagine in the US that it probably really, really landing at Christmas that would have done very, very well. 
yeah. because it, it dips into a lot of the themes of Christmas and. I yeah, think I you could call it a Christmas movie, right? Yeah, I agree. I, I would watch that next Christmas. I think it's yeah. got enough of a... I actually think it would be one that you could show your folks as enough of a throwback to the, the, the authenticity of the 70s that I think yeah. they would watch it and be like, oh, this is nice. You know, I think yeah. it will be I think it will be one that um, that we think about Christmas. But really, really nice. Good, fi- like, good film. Enjoyed it a lot. Good start to 2024, that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, there's some big ones coming this year as well, mate. Some real yeah. big ones. What what is the so the list that you've sent me, I think there's a really, really, really nice blend between films that are gonna come out that are new and are their own individual production, and then films that we can look forward to that we really want to see that a, a part two or a part three. Yeah. And I, what I will say is a lot of the ones that are kind of a, a second part of a, of a, of a film or a third part of a film all don't feel as played out as the kind of like Marvel stuff. Sorry to bash on Marvel again, but for example, if you take June part two, I'm just buzzing to watch that. You know, I'm yeah. so excited. I need to watch June the first one. one again. Yeah, I will do that. Definitely. Get up to speed, but I'll do, I'll, if there is a kind of double header going somewhere, I'll I'll give that a go. What else is jumping out at you? I mean, definitely towards the end of the year. Um, there's a it's a thus far. I think it's untitled. There's an alien movie coming out. Um, oh, really? Yeah, and it's, well, it's it's directed by Fede Alvarez. Um, I think it also has Ridley Scott's seal of approval on the script, on the film, from what he's seen of it so far. Um, it, I'm not sure where it exists within the Alien timeline, um, but as a, as a piece of intellectual property, it's funny I haven't suggested one yet, but the Alien movies are like, it's my favourite, you know, sci-fi type property. I love it. Is it I, I love the lore and all of it. So I'm absolutely buzzing about that. I think there's also an Alien series coming out on Prime as well. So... No Big way. year for alien nerds. Um, but yeah, the, I think the film is, is centers around like a, from what it says here on Rotten Tomatoes, a group of young people on a distant world who find themselves in a confrontation with the most terrifying life form in the universe. I think we all know what it, what to expect from an alien movie, you know, like people, colonists or something, or scientists, researchers, scrappers, something like that will be somewhere and the, they'll find an egg or a face hugger and, chaos ensues um but i am i'm i'm looking forward to that i didn't think it was as far along as coming out in 2024 either so that was a that was a welcome surprise to me what what about in the um what about some of the films that are sort of their own thing that are not part of a franchise so there's civil war that you were you were saying about earlier on do we know anything about that yet yeah civil wars alex garland's latest um I don't think he don't I don't I want to say he doesn't directed this one. Um it's but written he has by written Alex it. Garland but I don't and I've I've seen the trailer for this. It looks quite interesting. Oh no, he has directed it as well. He has directed it, has he? Okay. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't Dunst, I wasn't 100% right? sure. Um but it's yeah, it's, it's basically, you know, what happens if the USA has another civil war. Um and everything that will come with that, basically. Yeah, it's got yeah, a little we, bit... The trailer's got a little bit of The Last of Us vibe about it, hasn't A little it? bit The Last of Us... A little bit almost like The Purge. I don't know if you've ever mm. seen those like, films. Mm, definitely. Feels, 
sort of somewhere like that. Um, but, you know, we've been seeing kind of obviously a lot of the, you know, the unrest and I guess the fractured nature of American society, especially over the past few years, the Trump administration, all that type of thing. Um, this feels like a bit of a what if from Alex Garland. And the thing that's worrying about this type of stuff is if this movie was pitched 20 years ago, you'd be thinking, yeah, okay, well, it's just a fanciful piece of filmmaking. I think we'll be watching this now in 2024 thinking, hmm, we're not that far off of this maybe happening if if things don't go right in certain ways, you know? You never know, right? Yeah, it, well, and there was... Um yeah, that was Leave the World Behind had a, had a similar sort of vibe. It was kind of like it was talking about how fragile the, the state of society was that it that people think of it as being a million miles off. And we all did with kind of COVID, right? Yeah. One minute it's like, ah, it's all just a cold. And then the next minute it's like, wow, we're all just sitting at home doing nothing. You know, I think yeah. these these films are a little bit closer to the bone than perhaps than perhaps people realise. Um, another one, I I had no idea that well that there was a Lord of the Rings film coming out, which is incredibly exciting. Yes, animated though, an animated one, The War of Rohirrim. Ro- how do you pronounce it? Rohirrim, Rohirrim. Okay. Which is um, the the, the Rohirrim were the group of horses, right? In the Lord of the Rings. They're the ones that, like, when he says, look to... God, I'm neeking out here. Big Go time. on, please say. Look to my... Look to the east or whatever on uh, uh, the uh, light on the third oh, day. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The and King then they of Rohan come, brings yeah, them back. Yeah, and there. they all come s- sort of screaming down the hill and then that music comes on. Ah, oh, man. I don't know how we're going to ever approach a Lord of the Rings thing on here. We'd have to maybe do it as, like, a separate mini-series for Lord of the Rings. I think so, because I was thinking the same with Harry Potter. Yeah, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings. What else is Star Wars? Maybe when we set up a Patreon, eh? Yeah, exactly. We'll have to do it (laughs) in there. Um, Joker 2 as well, which is another... I mean, I loved Joker. Are you going to have a stab at the pronunciation of the the, the name? No, absolutely not. You can do it, though. Folia (laughs) 2. Is it all... all the same in terms of the the setup it's a musical no way i shit you not yeah it's a musical seriously yeah wow brendan gleason in there as well that's Which, exciting does it does this make me a knob puts me off it a bit it puts me off it big time yeah like it's not that, lady gaga as harley quinn but do we need that uh, that could be one of those ones that we find ourselves sitting here being like, that's a shame. Or do you know what? actually I being like, wow, that was quite cool. I haven't, do you know what? I haven't even watched the trailer. So I'll give the, the trailer a shout after this. Um, is there any others in there that we need to nudge or shall we oh, have a... Oh, geezer. Red Gladiator 2, come on. Paul Mescal Come as well. on. Yeah. Paul Mescal. Who else is in, who else is in that? Ridley Scott's come back for it as well, which is fab. Pedro Pascal. Um, Connie Nielsen's back. Denzel Washington in this one. Wow, is he? Wow. Jeez, Matt Lucas as well. Matt Lucas. <laughs> how is that? What? I mean, he is. He's had a little bit of a. He's sort of like slotted into a few films recently, and I've been like, oh, okay, making a bit of a play. Um, mate, do you fancy a do you fancy a, a swift game of Iron Theeble to decide what we're going to do as our first film of the year? Go on, then. let's do it. Right, let's run the theme, Jim. Say ho, ho, say ho, 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 
Um, so, subject matter for IMD Ball this week. We're going to go the films of 2023. So, off the back of having done our review pod, we picked out our favourites in there. I'm going to get my journal out so I can scribble down some notes here and work out my order of penalty takers. Um, you can, as as you're leading the way, you can you can go first, Jack. Take us away. So this is films our from our last one, films of 2023. I'm D who's done the best. Um, well, I'm going to go big up top, mate. I'm going to say past lives. That's a tough one. I don't know whether to just throw this because I think you might have won there. Um, let's go for. Oh, this is tough. Okay, I will go for Killers of the Flower Moon. Okay. So, past lives on IMDb 8.0. Oh, man, that is an enormous start. Killers oh. of the Flower Moon, 7.8. That is a bad IMDb. start. Back bad in the net. start. Right, Back number two. Um, I should just point out, Jack leads the way by two to zero in IMD ball. So I, I need to win this, otherwise this is just getting embarrassing. Let's do it, Oppenheimer. Okay, so I think Oppenheimer is going to be lower than we think. I think it's going to be like Barbados. I think I'm going to go for Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. I bet that oh, is really high. Cheeky, cheeky man. Oppenheimer, 8.4. What? <sighs> Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, 8.6. <laughs> wow. Get in. I mean, wow. that feels... That does feel a little bit like cheating, considering that I didn't put Spider-Man in my top ten films of 2023. Wow. But big, like big one, all there. Okay, what are you going for next, mate? Anatomy of a Fall. Oh, that was going to be my one. Piss. Uh, Rye Lane. Okay. Anatomy of a Oh! 7.8 for Anatomy of a Fall. Uh, you might sneak this. You might sneak this. Oh, 7.2 for Rylane. Oh no! Back of the net. Oh my god, this Two is one. it. If you, if, you, if you score this, it's curtains and 3 0 when you get first dibs on the film. What are we having? Um, talk to me. I'm going to go for passages. Okay. All right. Talk to me. Is talk to me. 7.1. Uh-oh. Have you elongated this one? Passages. That is a crime. 6.8! Oh, 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 oh. He's done it again! I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I'm getting schooled out I'm showboating now, mate. Oh my god, right. Run the music. Close. What have you got for me? What are we doing? Well, we said it's going to be a big one to kick off... Uh, kick off 2024. Um, 
this is a film that is you know we've we've just done our sort of top films of 2023 i think this is one of my top films of all time if we're talking all time top 10 ooh, um, ooh. tease me i've i've spoken about it on here before at length i've waxed lyrical about it um it's fast it's action packed it's funny it's like squeam inducing if that's even a term it's got an absolutely unbelievable central performance from Uma Thurman we've already done a Tarantino but I'm doing another one mate it's going to be Kill Bill Kill Bill volume 1 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is that is yeah. sensational. I love Kill Bill. Do I? Would you recommend that I should also, as part of this week's watching, get the the second one in for a little? Why not? For a little, so that we can call out that some of that stuff as well. Let's do it. I'm Let's gonna, do it. Right, I will. Oh, oh, mate, what a lovely that's that's perfect as well because I'm going to get that in on the weekend. That's a nice watch, isn't it? Get yeah. settled in. There might even be a screening of that somewhere for me to get out to. That is a lovely start to 2024. I absolutely right. love her in it as well, Luma Thurman. She's this is her uh, amazing. Her right. her is this her goat? Is this is this in terms of her greatest performances? Pulp Fiction. No Batman and Robin. We're not having. <laughs> That's. I think it is. Probably mate. is right. I think this is her absolute absolute peak of her level. powers. Phenomenal, right. mate! Buzzing for it. Absolute Good. pleasure. Good Quick reminder: at BYOB Pod, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Subscribe if you haven't already. Get involved in the comments. We'll take some of your comments next week. Uh, it's really good to be back. Happy New Year, everyone!